namely that antidepressants often do not do what they promise and are in fact causing harm to many. Uh, Dr. Steve Hoxie is suing over Obamacare's employer mandate. It's time for a wellness revolution. Brought to you by Hoetze Health and Wellness Center. Honest discussion on maintaining health and wellness naturally to enjoy a better quality of life. He's the doctor fighting to let you keep your doctor. Now, Dr. Stephen Hoetze. Welcome to Dr. Hoetze's Wellness Revolution. This is Stacey Banfield here with Dr. Stephen Hoetze, founder and CEO of the Hoetze Health and Wellness Center. We're so glad that you joined us today. And you can always download our podcasts at HoetzeHWC.com. That's H-O-T-Z-E-H-W-C.com. Well, more and more people are realizing, Dr. Hoetze, that modern medicine is broken. It just is not providing the answers that they need. Maybe you could speak more on that subject for people. Well, it's very clear that modern conventional medicine and the pharmaceutical industries can't be trusted to enable you to achieve health and wellness naturally. As a matter of fact, they have a pecuniary interest to, for you not to get well to keep you as a cash cow, uh, sick, on their drugs, in their hospitals, having surgery, because that's their business model. Their business model is not geared towards making people healthy. It's simply built towards masking the symptoms that people have rather than addressing underlying causes and helping people get healthy and well naturally. You know, the now, I want to say this. In America, if you have a an acute problem, you get you get in a wreck, you have a brain tumor, you've got an aneurysm, you've got had a heart attack, you get something rupture in your body. We have got great facilities at all the hospitals, mm-hmm. the highest technology. In acute situations, American medicine is unparalleled around the world. But for the chronic diseases of aging that occur, this is where conventional medicine fails. What controls medicine today is an establishment made up of the pharmaceutical companies, business, and medical groups, particularly the pharmaceutical corporations, the insurance corporations, the hospital corporations, the federal government, and the elected leaders in conventional medicine. They control the protocols that your physician is required to use on you when you come in with a problem. Let me explain. There are clinical practice guidelines that are issued by insurance companies. Now, most of you, I'm sure, belong to some HMO or PPO. I might like to add, I've never been part of that system. I saw that Back in the 1980s when they were pushing it, I saw that is a scam by the business people and the insurance companies to take over the free enterprise practice of medicine and destroy uh, the patient-doctor relationship. They were going to intervene themselves and scrape all the money off the top and just give doctors a pittance, which is what's happened. Let me explain. Clinical practice guidelines are developed by various leaders of medical organizations, maybe the cardiac, the cardiologist society, cardiac society, the pulmonary society, the nephrologist, the kidney society, and all these different 
medical organizations with specialties have their leaders who write the clinical practice guidelines for the insurance companies and for what should be done in medicine. So, and those clinical practice guidelines are then imposed upon your doctor. It's forced upon your doctor. And of course, it deals with the surgery drug disease model of medicine. Now, there was an article in JAMA, Journal of American Medical Association, back in 2002, that showed that 87% of those physicians who wrote the clinical practice guidelines mm -hmm. had either been given grants for research or had been consultants to or employees of, guess what, corporations. Pharmaceutical. The pharmaceutical corporation. So that sounds a little bit like a conflict of interest. You think? Conflict. You think it will give a bias towards their clinical practice guidelines? Slightly. So here's the way it works. Doctors have to belong to a insurance carrier. They enter programs. They're allowed to be in programs. And then the patients that have joined those programs have a choice of doctors in those programs. And these are prepaid. They're capitated fees is what they call. You may have to pay a initial fee when you go into the doctor. It's, what do they call it? I don't even know. You mean like a copay? Copay, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what it is because we don't do it. <laughs> when you come to the Hotel Health and Wellness Center, there's no copay. You pay. <laughs> it's cash-based, free enterprise system here, just to mm -hmm. let you know. And I believed in that all my life. I believed in free enterprise, and I believe in the health savings accounts. That's where you ought to be putting your money, you know, sock it away in health savings account. It's tax-free, and then you can use it tax-free mm -hmm. on your medical services and on your natural hormones, on your vitamins, and all these things. So it's very important. On the vitamins, you have to get a doctor's prescription on that. But if you show that, then they'll pay, they'll, you can use the HSA for your vitamins. But anyway, now we've got clinical practice guidelines written by doctors that effectively are on the payroll of the pharmaceutical companies. And your doctor... For each insurance program, they've got a certain clinical protocol of which drugs they expect him to use on which condition. Let's say you have high cholesterol. One, drug, one insurance company says you're going to use Crestor. Another says you're going to use Lipitor. They don't have a choice. They have to use these specific drugs. And they can't say, well, you know what? I went to a conference or I read a book on vitamin C and I found out that vitamin C helps lower cholesterol. Or that natural desiccated thyroid lowers, lowers cholesterol. That's what I'm going to do. They can't do it, or I found out that magnesium was important to regulate blood pressure, and I can lower people's blood pressure with magnesium instead of beta blockers and uh, calcium channel blockers and, and ACE inhibitors and all, these other anti, uh, and all these other antihypertensive drugs. I can use something natural to lower my patient's pressure. I can get them eating right. I can get them on thyroid, get them to lose weight, get them to exercise, and I won't need to put them on any blood pressure medication. Well, I tell you what, they can't do that. If they do that... They get a letter from the insurance company. They do it twice. They're removed. Now, where does the doctor get paid? Who pays the doctor? Well, you might say, I give him a copay. He can't run his office on a copay. He gets paid on a per capitated basis depending upon the number of patients that are in his program. It might be 5 or $10 a month per patient. So he has no incentive really to want to see you. He's going to get that money whether you come in or not. But $10 a month, mm -hmm. I'm sure you, it's even with 1500 figure that out. With 1,500 patients, 15, 15, 15, that's 15,000 bucks. That means he's going to generate in 12 months about $200,000. Yeah. 
got to pay himself a salary and staff a salary. You can see that doctors aren't wealthy. Most doctors are not wealthy. There are a few that are, but most are not wealthy individuals. They make a good living, but my gosh, they see 60 or 70 patients a day. They only get to spend about seven minutes mm -hmm. with the patients, and they have insurance clerks that have to file these forms. If they want to get a blood test on you that's not allowed by the by the uh, insurance company, they got to have somebody pick up the phone, or they got to call and talk to some agent, some high school or college student that's working at the uh, or graduate. So here's a doctor who says, "I need to run this blood test." Well, we'll have to check. They'll either allow it or disallow it. So the doctor is now being governed by the insurance companies on how he practices medicine based upon clinical guidelines made up by doctors who get their funds from pharmaceutical companies. You see where this is going? You see how this is a bad policy? And say a doctor wants to, he's thinking, this isn't working. My patients never get well. They're sick all the time. I know these drugs are toxins that cause problems, but if I don't use them, I've had doctors tell me, if I don't do this, then I can have the insurance taken away from me. How am I going to make a living? They work for the insurance companies. They don't work for the patients. And so what inevitably happens, these doctors get beat down and they've got, to buy, they've got to get the lowest priced staff members because that's money out of their pocket. They don't have money to have high class people in their office. They get, and they don't have good training. They don't have good recruitment programs or good training programs. And you've been to the offices, you go knock on a window and there's some gal there, surly gal, she's in, a, in scrubs you know, looks like she slept in them, and she go. She opens the windows, and, go, and she doesn't say, good morning, it's so nice to see you, Mrs. Jones. She goes, yes, fill out the form, uh, show us your insurance card, and go have a seat in the waiting room. We'll call you when we're ready, you know. It's no guest service or customer service at all, because they can't afford it. They don't even know about it. I have a friend of mine who, who told me, he goes, Hosey, I don't see why would anybody come to see you when they can go see a doctor who takes their insurance? I said, Steve, it's all about customer service. And he looked at me like I was crazy, and he said, what's that? He had never had the concept of customer service in a doctor's office had never crossed his mind, and he was a very good surgeon, a very good doctor, and a very good friend. But it never crossed his mind to provide extraordinary hospitality and guest service. So the, the, right now in America, the pharmaceutical companies, the hospitals, the insurance companies, and the federal government, and the leaders of the establishment in medicine control your health care. They control your doctor. He's not a free agent anymore. He works for them. There's an old adage, who pays the piper? calls the tune, and when they're getting paid by the insurance companies, if they don't know what the, ins the insurance company's going to call the tune, if they don't do it, they don't get paid. They don't get to play the next tune. There are, though, an increasing number of individuals like yourself who figured out, you know what, these drugs don't make me better, they make me sick. As a matter of fact, drugs are toxins, so inevitably they're going to make you sicker quicker. You're already toxic. You have a host of symptoms as you hormone levels go down as you get toxins in the environment from what you breathe, eat, drink, and slather on your body. You get these toxins in your systems. They adversely affect your cells' ability to produce energy in the power plants, the mitochondria, within your cells. 
and you're sick, you got symptoms, you go to the doctor, he runs blood tests, they're normal, and he's going to inevitably give you drugs to treat and mask the symptoms. That's the way he's been trained to do. I was trained to do that. So he's going to give you these drugs, and he'll give you antidepressants, anti-anxiety medication, sleep medication, anti-arrhythmics, anti-high blood pressure medication, anti-diabetic medication, you name it. There'll be a host of drugs that they can put you on, and those drugs in and of themselves are toxic, so they will make you sicker quicker. Nobody is sick because he or she has low levels of pharmaceutical drugs in your body. That's ridiculous. I mean, they... You don't need a double-blind study to know if I poison my body, I'm going to get sick. And the, and the uh, definition of a toxin, which drugs are, is poison. So drugs are a poison. As a matter of fact, every drug has an LD50. That's a lethal dose at which 50% of the people taking a specific dose will die. That's called the LD50. So drugs will kill you. They're toxins. You, you know, you don't drive from routinely, except, if, I mean, it's, Theoretically possible, you don't die from drinking water, taking vitamin C, vitamin B, you know, your mm-hmm. vitamins and minerals, which your body requires and needs, that's not going to kill you. But all these drugs are toxic. So we're caught in that. But many people, in fact, millions of people, over 50% of the population now use alternative sources to help with their medical problems. And there's an increasing cadre of physicians across the country. There are 800,000 physicians. Somewhere in the neighborhood of 25,000 belong to the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine, which is run by my good friend, Dr. Ron Klatz. And in that society, they teach natural approaches to health. Mm-hmm. They've got a great society. There are 25,000 doctors. But think about that. That only represents about 3% of all the doctors in the country. So there may be 5 or 10% of the doctors that are interested in more natural approaches to health. So what I've done is I've set up Hotsi Elite Physicians. Hotsi Elite Physicians, which is going to train doctors across the country in our, the Hotsi Health and Wellness Center, medical and business protocols. Our goal is to help 3 million get patients over the next three to five years training 5,000 doctors. That's our big, hairy, audacious goal. And we're working on that. Even as we speak, I have people working on that program now. We're rolling out a webinar here and shortly and you can and you'll be able to learn about it and if you're wherever you are if you have physicians that you know might be interested don't hesitate to let us know you can call our number 281-698-8698 to let us know about that so we're going to oppose the pharmaceutical business establishment that the hospital establishment that runs medicine we oppose it and when we do, they call us all kinds of, oh, a bunch of quacks, you know, uh, and they disparage us. But, you know, it's a red badge of courage. If we don't stand up for our rights, then guess what? They're going to try to take our rights away from us. Already the FDA is under pressure from the pharmaceutical company to ban the use of bioidentical hormones. We fought this fight about 20 years ago and had a big campaign I led nationwide to put pressure on the FDA. I'm going to have to do that again. But I just got a note from another uh, healthcare provider about what's going on in Washington. He runs a big organization. This is what's going on. So we have to fight these guys so that we can take natural approaches to health. This ought to be a no-brainer. If we can do something naturally, why would we put toxins in our body and try to mask it when we can solve it? Remember, most doctors are afflicted with a disorder called labelitis. They label all your symptoms and call them your diagnosis. These are just symptoms. 
diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease, uh, uh, arthritis, kidney disorders are all symptoms of an underlying problem. Alzheimer's is a symptom of an underlying problem. We've got to address the underlying problem to correct the symptom. We don't just treat the symptom, and that's what conventional medicine does. And they label these various symptoms, change the names, put them in Latin, and then you have a diagnosis, they say, but they really haven't. All they've done is switch the names around so they have a CPT code and they can give you a drug for it to mask the symptoms. That's not what I believe. I believe that you and every individual you know and every individual that's listening or watching to this, watching this program needs a health coach. You need a doctor and a staff of professionals who can coach you on a path of health and wellness naturally so as, that, so as you mature, you enjoy a better quality, quality of life without having to resort to pharmaceutical drugs. Does that make sense? I hope it does. It does make a so lot I of sense. So I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to do a 180 and take charge of your health. Your doctor's not going to take charge of your health. Your insurance company's not going to take charge of your health. Your employer's not. Your spouse is not. The only person that can take care of your health is you. Go look at him or her in the mirror every day. That's the person in charge of your health. And if you want to be healthy and well, you've got to do a turnaround, do a 180, and get on the pathway of good health the pathway of health and wellness naturally. That's what we do here at the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center, and we would be pleased to partner with you and get you on a path of health and wellness. Thank you, Dr. Hotsey. And yes, because you are tuning into this podcast, that shows that you want to find a better path. Congratulations. We would love to be able to have a consultation with you about your health. You can give us a call at 281 298-8698. That's 281-698-8698. We'd also love to give you a complimentary copy of Dr. Hotze's books, Hormones, Health, and Happiness, or Hypothyroidism, Health, and Happiness, that are just right behind Dr. Hotze right here. Hormones, Health, and Happiness. That's right, the book that started it all. So again, you can call us at 281-698-8698. It's always a pleasure having you join us today here at Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution. Have a blessed day, y'all. provided on this radio program is neither intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice and is not intended to replace the services of a physician, nor does it constitute a doctor-patient relationship. You should not use information from this radio program to diagnose or treat a health problem or disease without consulting with a qualified health care provider. If you have or suspect you have an urgent medical problem, promptly contact a professional health care provider or call 911. Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution radio program advises you to always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified health provider prior to starting any new treatment or with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Any application of the recommendations from this radio program is at the listener's discretion.